So, how are my little Stone Age tub dwellers? Oh my gosh, they're evolving so quickly. They've already reached the Renaissance. Wait, one of them is nailing something to the door of the cathedral. I've created Lutherans. So I was, I was saying, if this, so with, so with Mariburg's kind of like the, like a, like a shitty version of the Eric Andre show, right? A little bit at least. What if, what if Eric Andre was Christian? Can you imagine that? I think that's actually, I think that's Phil. Um, oh, my oh my god, god. that would be me. <laughs> Just like hits you with a hammer, like, like starts pulling out my teeth with a plier as I'm laughing, like. <laughs> <laughs> so if if this is so within the 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 idea that this is like a shitty version of the Eric Andre show, Phil would be Eric Andre, naturally, no doubt. You are the white Eric Andre. The white Eric Andre. <laughs> Where what? Uh, my name is uh, Warwick Wandre. Warwick Wandre. And then so, you'd be the Harold Burris. I'd be the Harold Burris. <laughs> Josiah, what would you be? The guest. Oh, That's he'd be like when, like when they get Jack Black. Well, no, no, Jack Black went along with it too. Jack Black kind of went on with it, yeah. He'd be like the guy who was like, um, God, you know that guy with that like hob voice? He sounds kind of like this, and he was like, um, he voiced uh the the plumber in Wreck It Ralph, the Fix It Felix. That's it, the guy who voices oh, Fix It Felix. Oh, when they yeah. had him on the show. That and he poor was like, man. Oh my lord! And then like birds that poor were, like, man. falling from this. From what I know, he's like an aggressively normal man. Uh, Jack I'm, McBrayer. I'm the uh, no. I'm the Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> you would be. Yeah, you're very Zach Galifianakis core. I kind of look like him a little bit. Josiah, are we sure that you're not like a clone of Zach Galifianakis? Yeah, I'm like if he wasn't funny. Or Zach Galifianakis is like Josiah if you were funny. If well, I, what's that's what's right. The, there we go. What's the age old quote? There's there's a tattoo on my arm. It's from like a shit. God, it's from like a shitty pop song circa like the 2010s. But like, I've got a tattoo that looks just like you mixed with the Zach Galifianakis. And then like the song. <laughs> it, it's a bad song. What are you talking about? No, I know. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It's a uh, fucking fuck, 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 fuck. What is that? You guys do it like yeah, an old woke man up with thing? a new tattoo. Not uh, not sure how I got it. Got not it, a dollar yeah. in my pocket, but it kind of looks just like you. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's a cultural memory that has implanted itself yeah, it's, in our it's, brain. It's, yeah, yeah. Tonight, tonight. That's, that's the song. It. That's the yeah, song. Yeah, that's the song. Wait, does it say, it does it say it says with Zach Galifianakis, which is of course of a Hangover reference. That's what the that's what that is. Of yeah, it's a Hangover because he's the funniest character in the Hangover. I've never seen the Hangover movies. Um, neither have fine. I. You're probably fine. I I think <laughs> I've seen like the a part of the second one. There's a there's there's some jokes in it that are pretty funny. I know, like there there is funny stuff in it i i've just never seen it and i gotta admit i think that the cultural moment for it has kind of passed that i don't that's always the best time to revisit something though is i i think when the cultural moment is passed that's what i like to get into something that's why that's why i haven't played disco elysium until now you know what i mean like now that (laughs) now that it's it's you know everyone's kind of played it already that's when i get into it just say why why do you you and media consumption is a fascinating dichotomy. It's I'm I consume a lot of media, but I'm really bad at it. Yeah, I'm really I feel bad that. at it. Like you, like most <laughs> movies that most people have seen, you have not seen. 
Yeah, but then I've also seen like something that nobody's seen. Yeah, I, I, I yes. used to do You've like idio. I used to do idiosyncratic shit when I was trying to be a filmmaker, where I would watch a movie and then read the screenplay and then like watch the movie again. Mm. Just t- too con- time consuming, man. Who fucking cares about screenplays? Yeah, yeah. I say that as a person who cares deeply about screenplays. Yeah, you, you it's do. Just it's just words. Right. It's words. Who gives yeah. a shit about words? Yeah, words are for the weak. Uh, That's true. We fascists here on the right uh, don't oh. like to read. What? Yes. What? Wait, what? We Lutheran fascists here at Mammonburg. Oh, I think I've stepped into the wrong... Uh... <laughs> oh, no. Hell, I don't uh, think I should be here. Sir you're, sir, you're in the wrong meaning, I think. How do I phrase this lightly? The, the sun has kissed your skin too much, my dear. No, 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 no. I, well, no, you no. know, that's rich coming from a member of the ham sandwich race. <laughs> <laughs> the hand sandwich race. race. You have poisoned <sighs> your body with algal, and you do not understand the depths of depravity that your race have fallen from since the invention of disco music, which was a great shame to the Seminese population. I'm saying that that Measurehead was right. I think that was a cold open. Do you think we've we've? <laughs> I think yeah. we've got a cold oh, open. Oh yeah, cold <laughs> open. Yeah, I love the cold open. Yeah. I think sure, introducing both of you to Disco Elysium has been the best decision that I could make. <laughs> I'm so pumped for the cold open. Yeah, super literate Rick and Morty reference. Yeah. I need you to. I need you to do the hardcore. Please do the hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, that's cold open. Okay, okay, there we go. And welcome everybody to Mammon That's right, your favorite podcast in the entire fucking world. Uh, I am the only just, podcast of the world, actually. The the only podcast that exists. This All others exist. are derivative of us. The original, dare podcast. I say, degenerate, degenerate pun, degenerate. My my name is Josiah Sutton, and I'm joined today by by two of my wonderful co-hosts here. I've got Jackal. You were once a noble and powerful race, but now you have been corrupted by the machinations of Al Ghul. You've now become the despicable descendants of the ham sandwich people. That's right. We're doing a Disco Elysium parody in the year of our Lord, 2023. And so, uh, my hey, other that, co- that game came out like <laughs> that game came out like what two years ago. It's fine. It still counts. Wasn't it like wasn't it 2019 when it came out? Well, technically, like it, the full complete version came out like a year, two years ago. Oh, okay. Because he redid the voice acting. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, better it's actually, than us doing the, Saw parodies yeah, the, the and X Final Cut parodies, is a lot so. better. <laughs> and uh, my other co-host here. That's right. It's Phil. Yeah, well, I'm also, I'm going to be the Harry in this situation, so I'm just going to be standing there, and I'm like, my Inland Empire is telling me <laughs> that the racist <laughs> is actually a, a grand sentinel 
of a great and noble people that I must defeat in order to enter this illustrious gate into the workers' paradise. That's so, right. So, quick right. question. Is, it, is that just not Don Quixote? Did you not yes. just describe like a part of Don Quixote? You did kind of. Yeah, that was kind of that. It is, it is part of Don Quixote, but it also, you know, as long as you're hallucinating, you're good. I think that you know, yeah, true. That's true. true. As long as like you're you're making up your own thing, I think you're okay. Yeah, I really love that every time we do an episode on a topic, a specific topic, it's still going to be like in like sewn in with references to like whatever media we're all consuming at the time. So yeah, yeah so today we're doing yeah. it. <laughs> we're doing an episode on. Uh, some 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 stuff that's going on with the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, uh, which we'll get into in a second. But apparently, we're also going to be making Disco Elysium jokes through the whole thing. Apparently, yes. that's yeah. what's happening. Because <laughs> those two things are so related, of course. Well, I, I you, use have my... you internalized Mazofian socioeconomics? Well. You know, uh, I would say there's a little man named uh, Corey Mahler who's afraid that uh, that the oh, CMS oh, no, has, the... has has started to uh, to <laughs> consider the Malavian socioeconomics. A uh, bit I think too much. I think I think he's. I think to him they are they are full. They're they full are deep. They might as well be Krasmazov himself and Grod. Yeah. Again. Wait a second. Again, because because of a fuck the 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 catechism has gone from saying that we should lynch homosexuals to they're only sinners now. Because of that, that's that's Marxism. But guys, course. guys, I'm Krasmazov. <laughs> I'm Krasmazov. You're a Krasmazov. You are Krasmazov. I we are so, we're all Krasmazov. But like I specifically, we are all because, I mean, on this blessed day. First off, I deny that he ever died, and second. I'm also, I, I turn to my partner, uh, Jackal, as uh, yeah. I am the best uh, detective. Kim? You're the Kim in this situation. Oh, And I, oh, I, I turn okay. to you All and right. I'm like, I'm like, Jackal, I'm uh-huh. Krasmazov. That bust, no, it looks just you like are me. Not, got you the are not tricks. Krasmazov. No, you I do am not Krasmazov. have the No, you, you, that, that's not true. I am Krasmazov. You're going through an episode. You, you are not I, Krasmazov, detective. My shivers is telling me, uh. To that, there are fourteen people in this building jerking off to electronic dance music. Why do you know that? <laughs> the the furious fapping of their hands. Uh, my no, inland empire. Stop, stop it! Stop it! All right, now that we've uh, definitely scared off like half of the listeners, let's get into this shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we only we only need like uh, we we only really want to get like the true Mammoth Burkheads into this. Mm-hmm. Not like well, the, yeah. you, not like uh, Josiah has not compiled useful information. <laughs> yeah, this isn't for this isn't for casual viewers. If you're like I don't know, if you're too stupid or too lame to get this show, get, get the right on out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. If you don't leave, I'm gonna fuck find you. you. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. That's right. Yeah, just screw right. off, man. Even though I'm this is quite you. possibly the episode that well, the first episode we've done in a while that would stand alone very easily and you know has a consistent narrative and stuff like that uh get the fuck out of here the only ones we want you listening to are the ones where we're making dick jokes for an hour and a half exactly <laughs> yeah, go watch a good podcast dickhead. listen to a good podcast <laughs> all right to the point hey um we're going to talk for a full episode about one topic, which doesn't happen often, but uh, no. partially because 
Um, it's been kind of funny and it's also scary, but it's pretty funny. And some funny stuff has been happening on Twitter. That is a, a rare case where shit that's happening on Twitter is like related to the real world. So, you know, we got to talk. It's about never that. good when that happens. Whenever that happens, no. it's always a bad thing. But when, yeah, like, when Twitter when intersects weird, with reality. Yeah. When weird Christian Twitter like shit is happening in the real world, that's worth talking about, I'd say. So that's right. We're talking about uh, the LCMS, the Lutheran, the kind of conservative Lutheran denomination um, that has recently had a bunch of fight about Christian nationalism. And we're going to focus quite a bit on our boy, Corey Mahler. Now, we didn't call him by name, but he has come up on the show a couple times under the alias The Slavery Lutheran. Yeah, so that should know give you him. a good sign. <laughs> Very old Mammonberg episode. We talked about the slavery Lutheran. Um, he got that alias because he uh, on Twitter was talking about how slavery is not a sin. And he, you know, well, actually, he was arguing rounds. it was quite biblical. I think. Yes. Yeah. And you know, this is a guy who's like the main character on a very specific part of Twitter that we're all on. You know, not like broader Twitter, but just like you know weird christian twitter essentially whatever the hell that it means you oh know? totally you know he he's he's got some great quotes like um bonhoeffer is not in heaven however hitler is uh that's an oh example God. of a, a malarism that's, that's so insane i cannot i i can't i cannot elucidate to you how insane that is like that is if you hear someone say that they need to be. Ins- I I mean this they in the nicest possible way. They should be institutionalized. They are not safe for <laughs> we need to, to bring be back- around themselves nor other people. We we need to bring back sanatoriums specifically for these people, for yes. the the Lutheran fascists that we're going to talk about here. Well, it's definitely like that. It's like Which, that meme of like shuffling the kids away. Like when that person is like, "What you you don't want to reinstigate slavery?" And then it's like the 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 husband and wife like, "Please don't talk to my children." <laughs> well, and 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 okay, we're gonna kind of I'm gonna spoil the ending, and then we're gonna do a record scratch. Okay, and be like, "Oh man, how did he get here?" Okay, that's we kind of what happened music. to Corey. That's kind of what happened to Corey. You like put the your meme thing. Now. I w- we will the, the the meme you just described that's basically what just happened to Corey, and yeah. so this is why it became a funny thing on twitter because there's a video floating around of cory baller arguing <laughs> with the police <laughs> because he is being kicked out of his church uh All right, record <laughs> scratch <laughs> record oh. scratch baba the 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 tune to baba o'reilly starts playing and it's like <laughs> well you, you might you might wonder how a, how a, a race realist like myself would would find themselves in such a situation. Well, do you think I'll do you think he you. was looking at do you think that Corey was looking at the cop skulls to see if they were mixed race? <laughs> He's got, he 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 whips out some calipers. Was he, was he doing some odyssey phrenology? <laughs> Officer down! Officer down! The forceps got lodged in his ear! Ah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, and we'll get we'll get to this. Corey Mahler, main character of Twitter. We all know him. We love him. The Slavery Lutheran. I don't know if I say... Well, yeah. Well, I was saying that ironically. Well, uh, well do we... Do, I, I mean... 
<laughs> love and hate are te- are technically close, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I've been fascinated with him for a while, I think. I mean, I, I guess this is the same way. I know that we have to make this all about Corey, but can I I it's some I, I want to include a little bit about Scott Adams later, because I think that this might be the <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my that that's that's my guy. That's the guy that I that I, I, I follow I, 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 follow I follow Scott Adams. Yeah, for this I can't reason. follow him because he's blocked me because he's a fucking <laughs> coward that doesn't want to debate in the in the sphere of ideas. <laughs> Oh my god! The marketplace of ideas. In the marketplace uh, of ideas, he does not want to exchange. Yeah, he doesn't want to engage to exchange. in ideological jousting. No, he doesn't. He's a coward. He's a bitch and a coward. And I want that on record. Josiah, go. Tell me. Tell me. Let's let's go back all the way. All the way. All the way back, back to the beginning. Time. We're setting the stage. We're going several decades back to Rancho Palos Verdes, California. So, so back when California. California was seen. Oh my god, it's always California. The worst state imaginable. I'm justified every time where there's a horrible person that's born in California that that state needs to be raised. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Like, SoCal is, like, an insane place. <laughs> it is full of the worst kind of people possible. Um... Yeah, that's that's right. That's where where Mahler grew up. That's where he's from. And I'm getting this, I will say, from uh from a a a anti-fascist research group called Makaira Action who put out a really long exposé on Corey Mahler. Now, this is going to become la- interesting later because this whole exposé is also going to be responsible for the stuff that's going to happen after the exposé came out. But we're going to talk through the story that this exposé tells us, all right? So, born, of course, in California, like I said, Corey Mahler attended a LCMS school. That's the Lutheran Church of the uh, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, uh, kind of a conservative Lutheran denomination. Although he apparently did not become baptized into the church until later on. Um, according to like a, a thing in his, his podcast, he says that he converted to, you know, like like LC, the LCMS church um, during college. So he went to University of Michigan, graduated in 2008 with a bachelor's in political science. Kind of just seems like a normal Christian guy, right? So, you know, just your average everyday Christian guy. You all know him. After graduation, he went on and he got a law degree at Chapman University's Fowler School of Law. Now, this is where things are going to, like, start to show a little bit of a side. So, like, a guy that is on faculty um, was uh, John Eastman. So, he would have studied under John Eastman. Do you guys know who John Eastman is? No. No. He would be the attorney who represented Donald J. Trump in his uh, attempt to overthrow the election in 2020. Why does oh it always God. come back to Donald <laughs> Trump? I, I, why? I, I love how the worst people are just connected they together. They all know this each other. So, this is, just a, you're, you're as, a, as a cape shit aficionado, you are establishing a rogues gallery <laughs> that is so... I All these this one know will. each other. They're all in the same fucking sphere. They do. <laughs> and we're gonna get into that so he got his he got his his law degree from there um oh fun fact about john eastman he was forced to resign in 2021 after <laughs> uh, representing trump but that's a whole other story Hearns his law degree in you know gets it by 2012 and decides to pursue a business venture this is going to be important it doesn't seem important it's going to be important he starts an it service company called zynica computer services 
Oh, that just sounds racist. I mean, uh, it is. Zynica? Oh, <laughs> it's a German word. It's it's like spelled like Z Y N I K E R Zynicker. It's um, uh. it's German for cynic. So like, he's always had a weird fascination with German. That's not inherently racist, but he's no, gonna make it racist. I, uh, <laughs> I think that what we're leading to is that it's definitely going to be racist. It oh, is. yeah. Um, it, he eventually, like, in 2018, renamed that company to Bristlecone IT, but, like, th- this, these are, like, names he uses for, like, various things he does. Um, likely he changed it to Bristlecone because of some bad press that his law firm got uh, that we're about to talk about. What was the bad press that that our, our good friend had had received? Well, we're not, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, so okay, Mr. Okay. Mahler here, um, he, he started a blog about IT stuff. And, you know, he would start to sprinkle in some of his conservative politics, like kind of normal conservative stuff, like like your uh, your conservative uh, uncle perspectives, you know, climate change is fake leftists are ruining the country etc nothing too like histrionic though like it's just kind of your typical conservative shit right pretty standard yeah pretty standard normal things started to switch when he moved to berlin briefly oh (laughs) okay don't tell me don't tell me he meant real okay so i'm just gonna i i haven't read here i'm gonna use the journalism brain that i've been developing in in journalism school uh let me guess he met some legitimate german white supremacists who coaxed him further down the racist pipeline we we don't know but you're probably guessing correctly because we all all we have is his blog right and you know various stuff like that but he moved to berlin to get an llm degree which like a master's in business and law right he was there from 2016 to 2017 by october 2017 he was writing explicitly about ethno-nationalism yep uh something happened in germany he met he met german nationalists that's yeah something is he even german uh i i don't know i mean maybe like distantly most fucking most americans are german (laughs) like most white americans are are, josiah you 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 have german in you i'm yeah i'm half german yeah Um, i'm half german yeah yeah it's you know we a bunch of german immigrants came over you know in the 19th century and and the rest is history but yeah he started writing about ethno-nationalism and he uh you know he was able to get back to uh the u.s by august of 2017 do you guys know let's, let's hop in our little time machines do you guys remember what happened in august of 2017 i wasn't do. there this little thing um this little this, thing this little thing in this this in this town <laughs> i think well oh it was like oh man it was like this thing this town that like got a lot of attention that this yeah uh, it was about like some statue or something i think it was something like virginia like, yeah. right yeah what was it yeah. called was it oh charlottesville that's right unite the right from august 11th to 12th now we're not sure whether he was there or not but don't worry he's still gonna get involved after the fact so by May 2018, his his you know blog is talking explicitly about European supremacy, um, claiming that Europeans were God's chosen people, uh... and actually uh, delves into some heresy. Um, the the uh, oh. uh, Makara action you know expose kind of gets into. 
So in, in a move, uh, here, here's the quote from this. In a move that most traditional Christians would find rather shocking, Mahler even calls the Bible a lesser revelation compared to that of capital N, nature, so that he can praise pre-Christian Europeans for venerating their revelation through pagan mythology. In this post, Mahler also forged a link between Lutheranism and the veneration of Volk, or the Folk, that lies at the center of neo-Nazi ideology. The myth of a pure folk culture lurks under the boast that Europeans built a church that respected tradition, defended our folk, and gave glory to God. So that is so funny because yeah, he's just admitting a, that, to being a weird neo pagan, basically. Mm-hmm. That's uh, <laughs> he's I just a weird that, neo pagan. I think that we need to take a cue from the the church fathers here. Um, particularly Saint Nicholas in response to Arius. Um, <laughs> hit him! Uh, hit him! Yeah, yeah, this is uh, that's really that's heresy. That's just Whack straight up heresy. There, there is there like Phil, you you were that. This is just he's it, an Odinist. He's basically an Odinist. Yes, he's replacing the he's replacing Odin for his idea of a facsimile of what he perceives to be the Abrahamic God, but. I don't mm-hmm. even think you can even use that applicably here because yeah. the Abrahamic he he is saying that the Bible is a lesser revelation than to nature, yeah, than well, nature. And, which any I think that any any Abrahamic any religion of the Abrahamic bent would find that heretical. Yeah, uh, Jews would find that heretical. Muslims would find that heretical. Most Christians uh, who are not insane Nazis would find that heretical. Uh, Fucking yeah, but... Baha'i would find that heretic. Every single person with the Abrahamic tradition would think, what the fuck are you talking about? But it makes perfect sense in the context of far-right internet thought at the time. So there's two strains before Charlottesville and kind of like leading up to the like the early days of the Trump administ- you know, Trump era before they kind of merge, right? There's two separate strains. Christian nationalism, which we're seeing a lot more of today and we're going to get into more of. And then like the alt-right, which they're not the same thing at the time. Um now they're a lot more blurred together, but they weren't the same thing at the time. And so the alt-right usually were either atheists or like neo-pagans. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. as like your Christian nationalists are going to be like christian nationalists right but during the trump era the two groups intermingled a lot more and so like with that context it makes sense that Corey's landing at like trying to reconcile these two positions but it also means he's flirting with all this shit like a lot he's taking a lot of this shit really seriously in fact he was a really big fan of the Unite the Right. Whether he was there or not, we're not sure. However, we do know what he started to do, which was he went on to become the attorney for the Unite the Right organizer, Jason Kessler. Oh, um, fuck's sake. Oh. Yes. You're talking about Rogue's Gallery of Bad People. That's right. Fucking Jason Kessler has arrived. <laughs> oh, great. Another another bold-faced Nazi fuck to add to the pile. This is why Mueller being a lawyer matters, and also him being an IT person is going to matter later, but him being a lawyer really matters, because how he got pulled into all this shit was by defending neo-Nazis in court. So... Of course, uh, actually, it makes so much into, sense. We're going to get into some of his IT shit here in it pretty quickly. But um, yes, yeah, so he, he, def- he, he uh, represented Jason Kessler, and 
Jason Kessler began to urge people to start donating to something called Zynica Law. Oh, Zynica Law. Hey, there's that word again. <laughs> Are so you they, sure it still just translates to cynic, cynic? law? Yeah. <laughs> The word becomes sure? racist the more they use it. So they were using Zynica's law, like law's website, as an intermediary. So Kessler and fellow neo-Nazi uh, Christopher Cantwell were able to raise a lot of money via PayPal, accepting donations up to ten thousand dollars to Zynica Law rather than being directly donated to them. And this started to serve as an alt-right legal fund. Um, which, you know, if you've ever been in any protest group or involved with that, th- those those kind of like legal funds are really important. They bail people out of jail. They do whatever. It like helps a protest organization function. And, you know, h- him and his firm also got accused of, of going after victims of Unite the Right, uh, doing like witness intimidation. Um, this is like evident from a testimony of data scientists, uh, testimony of the data scientist Emily Gorshensky. Uh, who was a, a counter protester at Charlottesville and afterwards created the first vigil website, which was a note of like keeping track of white nationalists mm. uh, retaliating against her. Uh, Kessler and Cantwell began to start harassing her, uh, using terror campaigns to drive interest to their platforms where they would inundate the traffic with donation links. Um, and then in an amended version of Gorshensky and Christopher Goad's 2018 counterclaim against uh, Cantwell, Gorshensky and Mr. Goad both alleged that Mahler and Zeneca Law supported Gessler and Cantwell by encouraging donations as a reward for harassing her. So, yeah, it was a kind of like there's a bunch of, you know, uh, this is all alleged, of course, but a bunch of suggestions of conspiracy interfering with their civil rights, obstructing justice, intimidating witnesses, all sorts of not great stuff. And uh, Zynica's PayPal was being used as cover for expenses for Unite the Right related stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys recall, but they were going to do uh, like Unite the Right 2.0 in, in D.C. That yeah, I remember. Dud. Yeah. 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 Um, Zynica's PayPal, like that money funded that. Um, and Mahler was, uh, was set up to speak at it. Although, again, the event really never didn't didn't end up happening. Um, but had it happened, Mahler would have been a speaker there. That's right. The slavery Lutheran, the guy that we know from Twitter was going to be a speaker at Unite the Right 2. And so this is before he enters Christian Twitter. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is before, all before any it. of any of that. Mm-hmm. This is like his kind of backstory. I mean, he's converted. He's a Lutheran at this point, right? He's a Christian, but well, he hasn't. I he, well, I would. I would uh, he I, claims I would, to I be a Christian. No. <laughs> I know, but I would say that he could claim to be a lot of things that I, I'll say that he's not. That's right. That's right. But he hadn't like drawn his attention to like fucking with Christian denominations yet. This is around the time that changes, though, after the fallout of Charlottesville. And he decided to focus on his home denomination, uh, the LCMS. But you also had people that were, I disavow you, political violence. Very fine people on both sides. And what happened yesterday was tragic. Right. 
Um, Makaira Action uses the term loot fash to describe these guys, um, but they call themselves based Lutherans, usually. So I, we're wait, not did you say loot like fash? We're not saying that. Loot fash. We are calling loot fash. Okay. It's loot fash or Lutheran fascists are the terms I'm using. Um, I refuse to, to say based. <laughs> fuck off. Go fuck yeah, yourself. I'm going to call them the loot fash. Go fuck yourself, you lame piece of shit. <laughs> I think the pronunciation, if my if my German, which is getting better from my wife's secondhand Duolingo uh, German learning, uh, it <laughs> I, I'm be like, listening to somebody do Duolingo. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm doing it? Duolingo for Japanese, so just wait until I become a Shinto nationalist, folks. It's gonna happen, but it sh- it should be like uh, Lutfast. 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 I'm also doing Lutfast. German too. I'm 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 not doing what Phil's doing, where I am listening to someone. <laughs> someone's doing. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> doing it, folks. He's actually. I'm, doing I'm actually it. doing it. So I think I think it is Lutfast. Yeah. Uh, no, Lutfast. Lutfast. So uh, right around like the end of Charlottesville, right? Like after Charlottesville and like the the all the shit that happened. It. This was also yeah. kind of the time that Antifa became like. A big focus, if you guys all recall that. And that's partially oh boy, because a I. bunch of Antifa groups started um, doing these like massive le- like leaks, like doxing and finding the guys who were participating in, you know, Charlottesville. Right. And this is actually going to be the source for a lot of what we can find out about Corey Mahler, because like these discord servers of white nationalists got leaked and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Right. So, for instance, the unicorn riot leaks. If you guys remember that, um, yep. they they that was that leaked a bunch of those Discord servers, and the uh, the the folks over at Makara or Makaira's um, action went through a bunch of those and found that the LCMS came up a lot. Like a lot of people were saying that they were part of the LCMS. Like, not to say all Lutherans are fascists, but, like, a good chunk of the fascists out there were Lutherans, specifically LCMS. So, like, keep, keeping that in mind, like, Corey Mahler's semi-responsible for that. He's not the only person, but he was, a, he was somebody who was pushing and kind of funneling, like, people into, people in the LCMS into, like, neo-Nazi thought, right? So sometime around 2020, um, he decided to relocate. And so, like, by April 2022, we see that his P.O. box is set to Townsend, uh, Tennessee. He likely lives in Maryville now. And he attends this church, the Fu- uh, the First Lutheran... Uh, he attends the church Foos... Jesus. I'm trying to... I'm Foos. like, loot, loot Foos. fash... Foos, Foos Lutheran. Foos Lutheran. <laughs> Uh, he he now, or at least until a couple weeks ago, attended a church, uh, the First Lutheran in Knoxville. I can't um, believe it was the first one. It was the first Lutheran church ever. And it's racist. I can't <laughs> believe it. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. It was racist. <laughs> huh? Do tell. I have no prior knowledge of what we'll we will there. be speaking we'll get of. There. This is where shit's going to get a little weird. So he kind of embedded himself in that church. He was voting in congressional meetings. He was like a part of the church. Right. Um, And so like several other pastors had written to the head pastor at first Lutheran Knoxville 
Um, Edward um, Manum, Manum, I don't know how to pronounce it. He was the, he was the pastor there. Okay, uh, Ed, Ed, we're gonna call him Ed. Ed was the pastor, and a lot of like pastors were writing to Ed, being like, "Hey, you have like a fucking Nazi at your church." And and Ed did nothing. Ed, Ed did just didn't seem to care. He seemed to not really reply to it or whatever, engage with it. And so uh, Mahler continued to expand his online efforts. And so in like 2022, he was really increasing his Twitter presence, which kind of intersects with us a little bit here, right? 2021, that was when I think we did an episode on him in like, was it 2021 or 2022? I think it was 2021. Yeah, yeah, that was early quite some time early ago. days when he was like the slavery Lutheran, right? And, uh-huh, and then very funny. Now he's ominous and terrible. Yeah, he returned, and you know, remember, remember, he had an old account that got banned, and then he came back. And 2022, he's he's you know really building this like Twitter presence. He started. He already had a podcast at this point. He started two other podcasts. So the guy has like three podcasts, a blog. You know, the Why guy the has fascists- like a media network. Why do the fascists always have like like? Why are they so good at just like pumping out dumb shit content? Like they have no, they have like unlimited free time to do whatever. And I, I mean, I guess that maybe just being an IT guy is probably how he was able to do that. So on his podcast, his blogs, his his online presence, right? You know, he's really merging like evangelical, your typical like kind of evangelical conservative hysterias right now, like transphobia, anti-CRT shit, you know, all that stuff, but like combining it with like open ethno-nationalism. Um, and so like a lot of them started using 1483 as like a thing, they would post, oh. which if you, you know, if you know your online or not really just online, but you know, your Nazi symbols, right? 1488, right? Which is like, um, supposed to be 14 for the 14 words and then 88 being Heil Hitler. H-H, H-H, yeah. Right. However, 1483 is the same thing, 14 words, and then also 83 Heil Christ. So it's like this Christian nationalist uh-huh. take on that. Yeah. Hell, I mean, yes, but also not like that. <laughs> not like, you know, don't be weird about it, guys. <laughs> you know, let, let me, let me, suffer, you know, looks to the sky wistfully. Let me salute, uh, de Fuhrer, you know, from heaven. Nazi salute. And <laughs> G- I'm sure Jesus is up there just looking at you like, man, if only they knew I was Palestinian. <laughs> If only they knew. So we've got like a, there's a, there's a couple quotes of him explaining his ideology at this point, you know? So it's straight up like, these are quotes from his podcast or from his Twitter, like either Christo fascism or Judeo Marxism. There are no other options. I like Judeo Marxism. Yeah. I'll take the Judeo Marxism. Yeah. I like Judeo Marxism. I think we should do Judeo Marxism. Um, the other one. Well, it's been decided guys. The ideology. I'm, I'm pro. Yeah. I, I think the Judeo-Marxism yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me, folks. And then the other one being, uh, I am a fascist because it leads to monarchy. Oh, no. He's even worse than a fascist. He's a monarchist. And a theocrat. Like, that's kind of how theocrat. it all... Oh, yeah. God. So who's so going to be his life? theocrat. What, yeah. How does he, he think that will work? So is he going to be the great monarch or is he going to elect the great monarch? When when does the when does He's the, not, um, Phil, you know these people, they 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 want to serve some invisible idea of a monarch. Mm-hmm. When, when does when do we just like, you know, turn uh 
God, what's his name? When do we just like turn some of the Kaisers from their grave and just go like, listen, you guys up for the task? Because they're like rotting skeletons just kind of fall to the ground. Like, listen, guys, we really need you to step back into office. Are you, you game? So how do you guys feel about him? Because we're about to dive into the more a complicated hatred, story. Hatred, so, terrible, awful, uh, worst, bad person. Bad guy. Put him in a pit. I want to. I want to. I want to do what Bane in Batman Three, the yes, the the third Christopher Nolan film. I want to Bane him. I want to like. <laughs> I want to snap his back in half and leave him at the bottom of a of a pit in the um, desert. I think. I think what I my opinion should be left said on a recorded platform. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably for the best. I hope, I hope for what the happens to freaking. You know, he likes paganism so much. I hope he gets tied to his rock and, you know, gets his, like, you know, an eagle pecks out his pancreas, you know? Or was it a liver? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was a liver. I, I think that's yeah, the I liver that pancreas is. What, uh... what is with Greeks and being, like, what's with rocks as a form of punishment? Pushing uh, a it's rock the Mediterranean. Like, being there, there's a lot of rocks. Rock? <laughs> And then Mithraism. A lot Why, of rocks what, what, about it, Mithra Verd emerges from like a rock. That's Mediterranean. What's what's it with you Greeks and like rocks? Like you are half Italian. <laughs> yeah, but we we believe in sensible things like uh, like weird squiggly noodles and like stone, but like carved stone. <laughs> Josecco, what 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 else? Okay, all right. We've 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 got it. How we feel? I. My feelings towards him are better left said off of a recorded platform for the sake of many, many, many reasons. Legal um, reasons. Many legal reasons as to as to why I will leave that unsaid exactly. Uh, suffice it to say, to truncate a lot, I don't like the guy. You don't like the guy? No. You, do you feel like maybe it would be bad if this guy was like... In charge, given a position, yeah. Oh, I, that would be really bad. <laughs> so, what what position of power did they give him? Well, they made well, him president, we, right? No, no, he didn't. He didn't become a president. <laughs> he, yeah, president of the United States, <laughs> Mister Mister President. Uh, the 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 Myases are calling you a race realist for consigning all the African Americans to to Iowa. I don't no, know no, why. No, no, um, no. We're gonna introduce uh, two great more characters. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, we got we got two more characters. This story. Two more right. characters. Here we go. Two Who more good old ships? fellas. So oh, we man. got a we got a little friend named Blake Kilborn. He is also known as an alias online as Super Lutheran. All right, that no, was his kind of no, what he was going. No, by. no, it's uh, already bad. Blake Kilborn. He he um. He, he held a significant position in Vanguard America, um, which would is the precursor to the Patriot Front, if you know any no. of this fascist no. shit. But, no, yeah. it, I don't. They're, they're related to the Unite the Right. They were they were kind of involved. With this is going to. No, no, I have a bad feeling about this. And, and actually, Vanguard America is uh, allegedly instigated a bunch of the violence at Unite the Right. So. That's, that's Blake Kilborn, okay? Super Lutheran, all right? During the, uh, in 2022, one of the big doxes I talked about, Anonymous Comrades Collective did a huge dox of a bunch of Unite the Right-related people on in January of 2022. 
Um, and one of those people that got doxxed was Blake Kilborn. At the time of that dox, he was pastoring at an uh, an AFLC Lutheran church. This is going to get a bit alphabet soupy. So AFLC, Association of Free Lutheran Congregations. Okay. So rewinding a little bit here, Blake Kilborn used to be a pastor in, I'm so sorry for adding another acronym here, an AALC church, American Association of Lutheran Churches. Fucking Lutherans with their damn denominations. I'm I know, so right? Sorry. Okay. So he was a pastor at an A. <laughs> Go ahead. To stop. We need to stop this. I, <laughs> I, I, I know you're not a Lutheran anymore, Phil, but, but this needs to stop. These, it does need to stop. stop. It's evil. These fucking acronyms it's, need to stop. That's why so, I'm an Anglican. We, we're we're bad at schisming. I mean, we're we're going through it's, something Lisa, right it's now. Fucking and- direct versus this. Okay, so the uh, American Association of Lutheran Church is what I just said, right? Uh, AALC, yeah. the church he was a pastor at, is that denomination is associated with the LCMS. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't. That doesn't mean anything. It's just words. Yeah, it will mean something in a second. This will all come together by the end of this story. So, the the AALC church that he was a pastor at was considering making him a head pastor in 2021. No. Oh, my God. And it's funny you mentioned Iowa because my home state gets involved here. Oh, no. He got dragged in front of a determination hearing in Iowa and then... I rarely say good thing about these conservative Lutheran denominations. They did the right thing and they declined him. They turned him down after this. this determination. That's good. This whole determination hearing though, is really contentious among like the loot fash. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) so they deny that they knew anything about him being a fascist at the time. Cause remember this is before the docs. So he's just a guy. He's just a guy who's a pastor. Okay. And um, they didn't. They claim he. They didn't know he was a fascist. Um, they claim that he got fired, and then he claims that he got fired for being the super Lutheran. Like they found his online presence, right? And so they. they now, what the, was he saying? As what? What were, what were the things that yeah, he was saying? Being a fascist, right? Yeah. Um, do you know who was at this determination hearing? Who was? Was there? it uh, our Corey guy Mollard. Corey Mollard? Yep. Oh. Who? If you'll note in all the places I've said in the places I've said he's lived, I've said he's lived in California, Michigan, Tennessee. None of those are Iowa. So he flew out to this determination hearing to stick up for this Blake Kilborn guy because he knew him online. Why do the fascists always have great disposable income too? What is this people's problem? So they're fucking. They were organizing, right? They were organizing online, and he flew out to try to get this guy a pastor position. He claims, Mahler claims, that Kilborn was attacked by another AALC pastor named Jordan B. Cooper, who is a uh, constant critic of Mahler. He's, I think he's still a semi-conservative guy, but like if you see him online, he's always fighting with Corey Mahler. And he's, 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 he's a Lutheran that does not like this bullshit. And if I'm wrong about him being conservative, please tell me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to you know, slander someone. Um, but yeah, he's, he's been fighting against, he's been a critic of Mahler for a long time. So good on him for that. Mahler even claims that Jordan Cooper helped dox Blake Hill, Blake Kilborn when that happened. I, I don't really buy that because Mahler claim Mahler's evidence for this is the, uh, anonymous comrades collective docs that a Twitter account associated that tagged Jordan Cooper in it. 
when they doxed him. That doesn't mean he helped them dox it. That just means they probably saw that he was criticizing Mahler all the time and then just was like, hey, check this out. At least that's how I take it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, anyway, Jordan Cooper, big, you know, he, he's a critic of Blake Kilborn. He's a critic of this, this fascism shit. Why this all matters is that it is really likely that the LCMS and the AALC knew that Pl- Blake Kilborn was a fascist before the docs and then kept it under wraps after they declined him for the position. So they did the right thing in not letting him become a pastor, but didn't put any of this public. Oh, great. So this guy gets to keep, you know, certain like safe face and keep his reputation. Exactly. And then he just flew over to just a different Lutheran denomination and was serving there, the the uh, AFLC church in North Dakota, when the docs came out and we found out that he was involved in like, you know, all this fascist shit. So long story short, I know that was all confusing, but the basic gist is Mahler knew that Kilborn was, you know, this this guy named the Super Lutheran Online. He flew out to observe the determination hearing and defended him becoming a pastor because he was trying to put fascist pastors into his denomination. Oh my so god. Mahler, who knows what else Mahler's done? This is the big contentious one, but who fucking knows how much he's been doing this kind of shit? Like fighting to get pastors, you know, fascist pastors in power. So there's like this underground coup that's been happening in the LCMS and the AALC for a while now. Um, Last character is less important, but just funny to bring up, I guess. His name's Zach Magaha. Magaha? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He uh, he goes by the Protestant folk peasant. So, so Zach is Mahler's podcast co-host on one of his podcasts. Um, he's a he's a former horror writer who converted to Lutheranism, um, and now works with Mahler to try to radicalize people. Um, they attend the same church, and after church, they always go and record that podcast at a nearby brewery. You know, it's like a 50-50 <coughs> chat if, like, your horror writer is going to be racist. I mean, you know, the great <laughs> legacy of H.P. Lovecraft. It is unfortunate um, to say, but we there are quite a few horror writers that definitely are just oh, absolutely oh, racist. The, the twist was that it was Puerto Ricans the whole time, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so they the recorded this. The was actually unwashed towards the masses <laughs> on the periphery. <laughs> This is kind of the Lovecraft problem, isn't it? As Cthulhu! As- oh my God! The, the, it's a it's a city, but it's like a it's a city I don't know, like a like a foreign city, and the the giant squid god is the Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So so they record at this brewery near their church, right? And on the podcast, they like talk about approaching women at the bar. And, like, kind of suggests, like, they're harassing people, like, on the podcast. So, like, either this bar owner, like, isn't aware that they're doing this shit or he's cool with it. Well, what's the audio quality like? I gotta ask. Is it bad? I, I'm assuming I it's haven't bad. Listened. I haven't listened to it. You can you can check it out. I'm not even gonna say the name of it because I don't want to recommend anybody listen to this. But Yeah, this know, is a good Christian podcast, guys. We're, we don't recommend bad podcasts We, we don't. But if, if you're a good, good sleuth, you can find would it recommend it? I've created Lutherans. Hot cause of the mega theocracy. It isn't a word you often hear in American politics these days. 
but I had one of the uh, Christian nationalism proponents, you know, uh, go after me on Twitter recently. The church is supposed to direct the government. The government is not supposed to direct the church. We import our heresies all over the place, sadly. We should be Christian nationalists. I see people on Twitter calling themselves Christian nationalists and on Facebook and everywhere else. Would there be a place for same-sex couples? But you mean legally? Yes. You mean like uh, marriage? Mm -hmm. uh, no, no marriage. But there'd be uh, same-sex couples. No marriage even though it's the law of the land in the United States. Uh, just like Roe used to be. Okay, so now we, we really got a gist for the, the company he keeps and all that. That's kind of the end of this chapter and the beginning of the real shit that's going to get to like what has blown up over the last couple weeks. Are we, are we ready? Yes. Yeah. I have labeled this section on the Google Doc here, the Concordia War. Let's go. So... Great. If you don't know anything about Lutheranism or the LCMS specifically, there uh, there's a book called The Book of Concord. It's kind of like... Um, yeah, I know about The Book of Concord. Yeah, right. So it's kind of like The Book of Common Prayer for Lutherans, essentially, right? It, it's Yeah, it's where we get some of our liturgy from, but it's, it's basically if you read The Book of Common Prayer and The Book of Concord back to back, they're remarkably similar. And so, you know, it's, it's the, the, you know, authority on Lutheran doctrine, right? And there's, you know, it usually gets called, you know, in short, like Concordia, right? Um, meaning like in, in agreeing together, um, you know, and pastors would, would pledge themselves to it and whatever. And it includes something called the large catechism. Um, the recent, like, which, which is a bunch of like essays kind of commenting on stuff related to the Bible and Luther's writing and blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's official church teaching, some essays, et cetera, et cetera. It's a catechism, right? Well, the LCMS was trying to create a new edition. Uh, the recent edition is causing some controversy and we're going to get into this a little more in a second, but. Here's what I was going to mention about IT stuff. Mahler's IT connections matter. And here's where it is. The only online version of this document is under an IP address held by Corey Mahler. Or is under a URL owned by Corey Mahler, I should say. So how this happened is it, back in 2019, Mahler made contact with Reverend Paul McCain, who is the chief editor of the LCMS Publishing House, Concordia Publishing, and asked... Um, about like updating their like you know old website for the Book of Concord, um, wanting some free labor, McCain agreed to it, and Mahler designed and built their new site. So by February 2022, uh, Mahler claimed that he is still the legal owner and maintainer of the Book of Concord website, um, even though like some angry people who were displeased with it, um, like tried to have the ownership transferred. So he, even though it is just it's just the book of concord the guy who owns this website is cory Mahler. this gets even weirder right okay um according to scam advisors the listing for like a bunch of stuff related to this like the book of concord.org and stuff like that Mahler continues to administer the site and it's all linked to bristlecone it which we talked about earlier right Mm -hmm. Scam yeah. Advisor says that Bristlecone IT Services, um, they, they listed as the orga as the administrative organization responsible for the Book of Web Concord website, and also note that um, 
Mahler has attempted to hide his identity as the owner of the site, as well as a related one, thebookofconcord.com, as opposed to .org, which is also administered by Bristlecone. So what is happening is basically uh, Mahler is buying up a bunch of URLs related to the Concord, any misspellings of stuff like that, and then having it redirect to his stuff. Oh, God. So Mahler is using the name of Lutheran Foundational Books as a phishing scheme. Jesus Christ. That is next level. That is so fucking desperate. Bristlecone's site is cur- like currently claims to offer, quote, like network management to upgrade the performances of blah, 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 blah. You know, like like IT shit. Um, and the site's shop page features network management and privacy packages that cost like $649 or $6,499. What the the folks at Makara um, Action are suspecting is that he might be using this as a front for money. So like the way people can donate money to him, um, which I buy that. Because these buy these uh these these prices are really similar to like the donation amounts that were coming into Christopher Cantwell and and Jason Kessler back when that was happening. So okay, so you got all this right. You got all this insane IT shit, and then you know you got him owning like the website for uh the Concordia, all this shit. Well, uh, the the uh, LCMS president Matthew Harrison has decided to push through a new edition of the Large Catechism, as I mentioned. Um, the Lutfash are very mad about this new version. Um, they claim that it supports Marxism, critical race theory, transgenderism, homosexuality, and even pedophilia. Now, now Josiah, does it support any of these things? It does not. <laughs> well, I mean, Luther was pretty <laughs> oh, racist. okay. In fact, it just politely opposes them. You know what I mean? Like, it isn't, like, vicious about it. And I think that's the problem because like uh, one example of this, I I was actually kind of interested in like, because, okay, the catechism condemns homosexuality, right? But it says that it's an equal sin to heterosexual premarital sex. Like it's not a, you know, it's the same level, Um, which, you know, I still, you know, think that whole worldview is incorrect, of course, but like, Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that's wrong, but like, that's not a controversial opinion among conservative evangelicals. Like that's what I grew up thinking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That you know, that's it's like pretty yes, standard among. Yeah, sex before marriage, you'll wind up in a carriage going in a coffin down the street to the sin factory, Josiah. Yeah. Boop, boop. But but I think it's interesting that this they may, they're so mad at that because why do they want heterosexual premarital sex? To be a lesser sin than homosexuality, well, because if it isn't they're, just homophobic. Beca- because they, it, it gives them the hope that maybe they'll get their dick wet. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me, Mister. Uh, we're uh, we're fascists here at the bar, uh, ma'am. Ma'am, you have a fantastic. I'm just imagining get them the like fuck sitting. Away from <laughs> get the I'm like fuck imagining away from them me. sitting at the bar, like with like. You know, pretty blonde women passing by is like, uh, would you like to uh, reproduce Hi. the Aryan race? No, I. What are you talking about? What? No. What? Why do you smell like that? Uh, would you like to have 
purebred white children <laughs> with me? What are you talking about? With me? What? <laughs> and no. we will we will repopulate and replace. Uh, make sure that the uh, the the blacks and the Jews don't replace us. Okay, I. So I hear what you're saying. I I hear what you're saying. So here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm going to put my hand in my purse. I'm gonna take out my pepper spray. I'm going to spray you in the face, and then I'm gonna leave. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's that's exactly what any. Sane woman who uh, recognizes fucking weirdos her safety approaches you like a ghoul. (laughs) Now, um, like a fucking goblin. We got to do like an informational video where it's like if a fascist podcaster approaches you at a bar and starts spouting race science, here's what you do. You take out one of these, and he gestures to, like, a woman's purse, and it's like, take out your mace, and instead of, like, instead of a normal can of mace coming out, she takes out, like, you know, like a 14th century fucking, like, you know, chain mace, all hooked up together, and starts, like, spinning it around. Use that. That will work. That will get them to go away. That's the only proper way to deal with fascists at your German bar. (laughs) But that is, Josiah, to sum it up, I think that that's why they're mad about it, is that it's getting rid of the, but I, I want, I want chats. I said, I can't, you're, no, that's not, that's not what, that's not what was promised by her, by her fuel. I, I, I like just, you know I, I like I, racist Schmeagle. I, I like racist Schmeagle <laughs> a lot. I am a member of the master race. It's just for me. It's just like I I understand like getting mad at this worldview being inconsistent is a fool's errand. I'm aware, but it still makes me mad because like I, like what what is uniquely like. I, they are so committed to homosexuality being like a uniquely other thing rather than like, you know, because, you know, the homophobia even I grew up with wasn't this extreme. Like, that's insane that they're so committed to it. It makes me think of um the uh not to get too off topic here, but the the was it the Ashbury revival um, oh. or Ashby? What was that? That I think that's Ashby, I think. Yeah. Well, like, you know, people at um you know, people like conservatives were getting mad at that because of or Asbury, that's right. Um, we're getting mad at it because there were like, you know, gay students uh speaking at it or whatever, but some of them were like side B gay students, like yeah, celibate yeah. gays, right? Like celibate. And yeah. people were mad at them. It's like why within your worldview they are doing what you want but you just hate their identity you just like hate them for being themselves that's ultimately what it comes well as you know josiah identity is the problem i just it's like genocidal at that point because it's like it's you know you can't even just like get out of their hatred by like not having sex like you even even doing just just having the urge you're doing exactly what we want and we'll kill you just yeah i understand i'm just i'm just preaching to the choir here but because ridiculous though it is because of all this they got the catechism the uh the the catechism paused distribution however on February 2nd, uh, the president of the uh, church, the denomination, Matthew Harrison, put out a statement just saying, you know, essentially, fuck it. We're, we're, we're going to keep distributing this. 
That was on February 2nd. And now, now you didn't know it. It's a news episode. Are you guys ready for the news? Oh, I'm ready for the news. That's I'm right. I'm so ready for the news. Here's I'm ready for the, the news. Here's where we get to all the fun shit. February 21st, Matthew Harrison puts out another statement for the LCMS officially saying that he is calling for the excommunication of white supremacists in the LCMS. Let's go. Woo! Hell, hell <laughs> no yeah. No more white supremacists. <laughs> That's great. I'm not going to act like, like he's not a conservative asshole to an extent. However, this was a good call. Yeah, yes. no, that's a really good call. <laughs> they just took their sweet time about it. Took their sweet time about Fellas, it. Fellas, is, is it wrong to be racist? Am I being woke? <laughs> but, you know, you know, uh, uh, better late than never, I suppose. <laughs> he also, he does look like a, he does look like wal- walrus-like. I mean that as a <laughs> Matthew <compliment>. Harrison? <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that as a compliment, wal- too. <laughs> Like like a friendly walrus or like yeah, like Kevin yeah. films t- like Kevin Smith's tusk. Walrus. No no no. I mean like I mean friendly walrus, in friendly enigmatic walrus. walrus, an enigmatic walrus. Okay, yeah, um, that's yeah. what I that's what I mean. Yeah but yeah. This this friendly walrus says in you know quote from the art from the letter. This is evil, and we condemn it in the name of Christ. Go off king hell yeah oh wow um, he said a right thing he said he said a correct thing. thank you for the bare minimum for the bare minimum and you guess know, I, what i think uh, jesus would uh, not like the racism <laughs> thing very much i think you I, I do believe in that i do declare according to the religious news service this letter came in the wake of the makaira action investigation that i've been reading from this whole time so good on them good on them for pushing the denomination to take this shit seriously i i really respect this anti-fascist group for you know making this happen yeah that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good <sighs> although asked whether Mahler would be excommunicated a representative from the church um, said that it was being handled internally and declined to comment. So then on February 22nd, we got to find out what being handled internally meant. Oh boy. They take a big axe <laughs> and they start cutting off your hands. I presume that there is some kind of hand damage happening. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, it's it's the whole, like, it, you know, it's like what they were going to do with, like, Uncle Iroh in The Last Airbender. You know, take a big rock and it's like, the hands cannot be used for evil anymore and, you know, crush them a bunch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. That happened to me. <laughs> they smashed that my That did hand. happen to you. That yes, did happen to you, to me, Yeah. I only have one hand now. That's true. <laughs> On February 22nd, Corey Mahler, who is not mad... He's not mad. No, he's not mad about it at all. He's never. Don't tell them that I'm mad. Don't tell the newspaper <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> he yeah, published that would be, not. That would be bad. He if I was mad. He published a blog post entitled The Apostasy of Missouri. <laughs> I amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They have apostatized. I'll apostatize them. Oh. 
Now, I read this whole thing, so you all don't have to. That's right. Why? I, read... oh, well, I know why, but the dedication that you have for this, this stupid show. He reads is... racist shit, so you don't have to. Um, Racism critic. So let's... Replacing the nostalgia critic. <laughs> Racism critic. You, uh, you, you should, you should change your Twitter profile to your handle. The racism critic. You need to, you need to get like, you have to get a pair of obnoxious glasses and be like, I'm, I'm the new guy with the glasses because I'm, I'm replacing the old guy with the glasses. You should do that. I'm the racism critic officially. Hell yeah. Um. So in his article about not being mad. Um, Mahler explains, well, he addresses a bunch of the stuff that's in the expose, um, and basically says it's mostly right. <laughs> oh, so, wait, he does? Wait. <laughs> he, he says, he, they got, they, he says like, they got, they got details wrong, but like, he goes on to say that, yes, he, he was say that it was all wrong. No, like, he, he did deny he, it agreed to the fact that he did go and fly out to Iowa and defend the super Lutheran, uh, at, like at that one thing. And he claimed that Jordan Cooper works for Antifa, <laughs> you know, just oh like, you know, God. incoherent, silly things that nobody actually, you know, who would, who is sane would believe confirmed that yes in in june of 2022 his pastor had received a bunch of complaint letters about him <laughs> so like he, the first half of the article is him saying they got details wrong and then mostly confirming stuff that's in the expose <laughs> you know what they say josiah a, a broken cock is worth two he, birds that's so and... true you're going such good direction with this keep talking phil you know i i actually i'm gonna say i agree with phil you know phil uh, is right a clock worth two in the bush uh flies keep out going. the window and kills a racist you got this yes thank yes. you phil oh my god that was so good Put it on a fucking t-shirt. If we make... God, imagine if we, we actually make Mammonberg merch and... We have like, to make that a t-shirt. A shirt that just says, a broken clock is worth two two, two in the hand, <laughs> throw it out a window and kill a racist. Uh, we, yeah. I could very easily make a red... We can make a Mammonberg red bubble very easily and just have that as a sticker. <laughs> just imagine I, i'd put it on my computer <laughs> i'd put it on mine um but let's okay you know what i'm gonna tr go ahead and try to understand cory Mahler's perspective here all right let's hear about this, bad this decision this marxist takeover of the lcms that's taking place let's hear about it okay well he explains the evidence for this is is that um there's this organization called the lutherans for racial justice oh for fuck's sake <laughs> And they've uh, they've led a couple events. <laughs> so you're really and making me regret not 
not making an alcoholic beverage before we begin this episode. I might. Well, you know, being I might need to make a quick one. Real, real. In the middle of this, I might need to pause so that I can make a drink. You know, not being racist, Josiah, is just the same as being. You know, it, it, it's the same as being like a neo-Marxist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, everybody knows that racism is about owning the means of production. Yep. Right. That's now, true. I don't know a lot about Lutherans for Racial Justice, although I poked around a little bit because one thing he says in this, as evidence of the depravity of this this group, you know, L4RJ, right, is it was yeah, founded okay. by two people. Uh, Matthew right. Gonzalez, he's an LCMS pastor, but then the real one, the one that really pisses him off is a guy named Joshua Salzberg, who he describes as a literal pornographer from California. Corey, you are from California. <laughs> Corey, you are from California. Well, but he's a literal pornographer, right? Right. He's and a he, literal pornographer, and he links his IMDb. So I was kind of curious. I was like, you know, because is he is he a pornographer? I I'm going to say literal pornographer. He's uh, a literal I, pornographer. I I think that let without even going forward, let's say that he is. Okay. He is a, he is more morally upstanding than Corey will ever be. <laughs> yes, hands down, world. hands down. He is objectively a better person. So I I poked around on on Mr. Salzberg's uh, uh, IMDb trying to find evidence of this, and as I scrolled down, what it is is he, he's in California and he's he's worked as an editor on a bunch of uh, films and stuff. Um, you know, mostly like kind of lower lower tier editing work like he was an apprentice editor on the other guys like that oh, comedy movie from okay. 2010 okay like, yeah so he's he, he's he done just, like so he's involved in like editing shit in movies mostly yeah doesn't seem like he was like the chief editor for any of these he just like was editor on a few few episodes of of welcome to flatch <laughs> you know, like, i don't know what? you know like you poke it, it's just like shit right and so i was like okay fuck's sake and so like i i googled josh salzberg pornography which does nothing bring him up but i was like show me evidence of this and i found one thing which was somebody on twitter was a little more helpful they were a fascist who was mad about josh and they said josh salzberg literally directed a porn film from 2012 so it's like okay that's a year number let's take a look at this okay yeah there's two movies that came out during that time one is a short that doesn't appear to be it's it's a comedy the other though i think very clearly is what they're referring to this is the pornography that he is yes yes what's the movie give it to me baby it's a short film it's a four minute film it's it's called vacation sex it is a funny or die funny and die sketch i am going to (laughs) kill someone (laughs) It's literal pornography. He's right. It's, He's it's, so right. It's a funny die sketch. I I am featuring, going featuring fucking Jake Johnson from New Girl. Well, that's how we just, it's crossed a line, Josiah. Crossed a line. And unless unless Jake Johnson is much more comfortable with whipping out his dick in front of the camera than I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the the pornography. <laughs> we broke jackal. Not again. 
the second time he made Jackal. <sighs> I think he started trying. <laughs> As you can see in the um, in the the Google Doc of notes I have here for us, I wrote, "It is definitely not porn." LOL. So, <laughs> well, how do you know it's not porn, Josiah? Let's go through the. the I have this. Um, don't ask why. Uh, you know, I pull oh. out my clipboard. I got the like the, the porn categorization chart. Is there booba and how big? <laughs> oh is there god. booba and how big? I wonder if this if oh this my god. funny and die sketch is on oh, the YouTube channel for the fucking YouTube channel funny or die. The yeah. sketch that they would put on their YouTube channel. Vacation sex. Let's find out. Yeah, I found it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna watch a four minute movie, but I'm just I can like scroll through it and see. Nope, no pornography. No pornography. No that would in of itself. The closest thing to resembling nudity. Nope, that doesn't. That's not nudity. Nope. No, yeah, you can find this on YouTube. I'm sure it's mildly funny. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I don't even know what the. I. You, hi. <laughs> This is Jackal. on a YouTube channel. This is on Funny or Die. That's not like a... That's, that was... That's Jackal, it's, it's pornographic. That was, it's pornographic. But that... It's got real sex. It's got real actual... Jake Johnson is, had real sex on He camera. had real sex. He had... Re, it was real. It's real to me. So Don't you understand? Because, because I found this so funny... I found this so funny, and because, you know, I also think that racism is bad, so I, I, I guess I support this Lutheran group. I went ahead and followed Josh Salzberg on Twitter, and he followed me back, so we're mutuals now. This Good good for you, Josh Salzberg. I'm glad this you're supporting the pornographers Josh at Funny or Die. Shout out to my boy, Josh Salzberg. It Shout really out to Josh Salzberg. I, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. You know what's there to be sorry about, Jackal? You, I don't you know, even a guy know. can't produce a good porno every once in a while. Like, what's yeah, up sorry, with that? Yeah, sorry, Jake Josh. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> on Funny or Die. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, on Funny or Die. You know, dot com, the famous porn website. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's, porn's either funny or you die or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how that works. That's exactly uh, how that works. I'm... Well, as funny as that is, I don't think we've gotten to the funniest stuff yet, even. I, Josiah, well, where, where else can we go? Where well, else can we go? There's I the one, there's I'm the one big this. missing. There's the one big missing thing that we're just about to get to, of course. Okay. Right, of course. Yeah, oh. Yeah, the missing thing, you know, so, the, the thing we're so all missing. This is, this is who he cited as the, the dastardly Marxists going to take over mm -hmm. the... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dastardly Marxist backwater like, shit Luther denomination. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, and like, not to argue again with completely bad faith points because it's not worth it. But like, let's say for a second that that this this guy, right, this editor, 
um, is, is, you know, we're going to take on the full ethic of the LCMS guys. Okay. We're going to take on complete conservatism yeah, we're gonna, here. We're going to do take it, it guys. On for a second. All right. Josh Salzberg edited. Let's pretend he did edit a porno in 2010. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, and that we, we think that's super wrong. So do wrong. you not believe that someone could have had a born again experience between the year of 2010 and 2023? Well, no, because I, don't, I because well, no, no, Jose, you want to know why? You want to know why? Yes, why? Because. <laughs> well, anybody who makes a you know anybody who makes sexual content is ontologically evil and wants to kill my children. Specifically, Specifically. don't look at my search. Don't look at my search history, though. <laughs> ontologically do, evil. Also, do not um, I. Please do not look at my search history. Do not Don't look at it. Do not look up the words white, plump, and breeding on my computer. Do not look up. Don't look them up. Don't look at my bookmarks. You. Don't look at. Don't look at some specific categories that I've saved. Don't look at those. If you hear, if you look up the word cow, you will find things that the, the eyes of men. We're not meant to see under any sane circumstances. Because this controversy exposed just how much more prevalent these ideas are in our denomination. This week, President Harrison released a letter which unequivocally denounces these ideologies, saying the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, its president, categorically reject the horrible and racist teachings of the so-called old right. This vacation was so overdue. Tell me about it. Including white supremacy, Nazism. Who the hell are you guys? Slavery, anti-interracial marriage, women as property, fascism, death, homosexuals. So, continuing on to explain the crisis of the LCM. I still can't. I'm fucking crying. Oh my god. So, you know, especially it's ever since this motherfucker, this Marxist guy, Matthew Harrison, took over as president, right? Worse than Che Guevara. Yeah, the plot. You know, the, the I know Lutheran another Marxist. Pol Pot, uh, Matthew Harrison. Uh, well, I know another worse Marxist, Matthew. You know what I'm saying? The guy who wrote the Gospel of Matthew. That's right. Am I right? Hey, oh, that's so good. Thank you. Thank you, Youth Pastor Phil. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, this, this, this motherfucker, Matthew Harrison, he's been destroying the church. And you know how, you know, this is the case. Oh, what's he done? Well, how do we know? Well, because, because we have a graph. We oh, have a graph. Shit. We have a Someone graph. did the math. We, we have a graph. I'm trying to contact Matthew, you. Matthew, what you doing, baby? What you doing, baby girl? Give me one no, you're, second you're really... to copy this. There we go. Here we go. So we, we got this graph. It's, it's about attendance. It's about church membership, right? Now. We, we see right here in 1949, right? There was 1,600,000 LCMS members. Now, I do want to add before I get any farther, it doesn't say LCMS members. It says LCMS souls, which I think is very funny. Uh, <laughs> back hey, back then, <laughs> we had 1.6 million souls. And then really things were going really good in the 50s and the 60s, right? And so they started peaking right around 1968, and then things started to crash. There was a big plummet in the 70s, but then it kind of is plateauing. 
And then, uh, you know, Harrison was elected in 2010, and you can see that, you know, the church attendance has gone down, except for the fact that the fucking decline starts in 1995. You can see that on the graph. No, no, I don't, actually. Uh, I I dislike this reality, and I will substitute it for my own. Yet, the decline is... 15 years before Josiah, I know what you're talking about. You don't understand. Josiah, this clearly agrees with my preconceived notion. Josiah, you don't understand. I want you to look at me when I say this. Okay, I'm looking. I, I want you to look at me in the eyes when I'm um, saying this. Only, only wokeness, the sheer audacity of wokeness <laughs> allows, allows for the preconditions for time travel. Now, what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that I, ideas from the present through ideological transmutation are being oh, sent God. back through the sheer channels, the channels of wokeness run throughout the the PC culture of the 90s and the modern day, which is a passage of time of 30 years linked intrinsically by by the the idea that racism is bad. It, it is it is ideological convergence that allows time to to bend itself and yes I've seen the movie tenant yes I've seen the movie tenant don't this is not this isn't this isn't this I didn't get this tenant? from tenant no this isn't this is, I, I I totally didn't get this from tenant no so okay <laughs> you're sure about that though yeah I'm sure about that anyway anyway <laughs> disregard that anyway so so it's it's like when you when you fold a piece of paper uh like over over itself like the piece of, like yeah like in tenant <laughs> and you fold the people the piece of paper over itself and you stick a pen through and the paper represents uh oh like because stranger things like that like, i was but, thinking but, the same thing like, but the, <laughs> but you see that the the paper is pure white like the aryan race so because it doesn't have anything on it and the the the, the pen is wokeness penetrating it through time do you understand hey phil can you do me a favor what's that jackal can you uh, can you can you give me what what's on your search history real quick i'm curious um, tenant, tenant, how to how to have sex with the guy from tenant? Uh, what? Why is the guy from tenant so hot? Why is his name protagonist? Why doesn't he have a name? Why do I have to look up protagonist NSFW? That doesn't make any sense. That could be a lot of different kinds of anime, and not just the movie Tenant. Stranger Things. Will I understand Stranger Things if I wasn't alive in the eighties? Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things, Mpreg. I, I am, I am at a loss for words as to what to say about this fucking stupid graph. You've got to be fucking kidding me! I can't. Well, it makes, I, it makes pure I, ideological sense. It's, it's um, to quote a great man. It's uh, wait, wait, wait. I got to do the canes. Pure ideology. <sighs> no, the thing is, the graph isn't even cited. But like, no, it's the thing, not, and, but and, and that's what's even funnier is if you were gonna fake a graph, if it is faked, you could have done a better job. Yeah, you should have at least, <laughs> you know, like, you should have had like if you're gonna fake this graph, you take it. It should be like an upward line going until Harrison, and then just like just like fall down. Like that's how I would have done it if I were gonna be like making a graph like that, you know. Well, you know. 
Statistics is for like queers, Josiah. <laughs> All right. Last and most important thing, of course. This is we're we're into we're into stuff the masculine like uh, you know theology. Yeah, we're we're uh... we're tough manly men who believe in 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 totally good things that will help humanity, except for all the people we don't like and want to eradicate. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm going to start reading directly from the article at this point now, as we kind of this is kind of the last chunk here. This is probably one of the funniest chunks, though. <clears throat> So following that graph and then talking about the the Makaira action docs, he goes, or expose, he's calling it a docs. The wickedness here would be difficult to overstate. Subsequent to this publication by Antifa, I was called before a panel uh, comprised of Edward Manum, Manum, David Graves, um, who's a pastor, another local pastor, and most of the elder board of First Lutheran Knoxville, pursuant to the constitution and bylaws of the First Lutheran, uh, of First Lutheran, the process for excommunication must follow these steps. One, a personal visit from an elder. Two, a personal visit from two members, one being an elder. Three, a meeting with the elder board. Four, a notice in the church newsletter. And then five, a vote of the entire church at a voters assembly, which must be unanimous and must be conducted with the accused present for excommunication. Not one of these steps was followed. I did not meet with an elder. I did not meet with a member and an elder. I did not have a meeting before the elder board. There has been no notice in the church newsletter and there's been no vote. Skipping ahead here. Um, of course, this complete lack of due process of any kind of reasonable procedure also violates Matthew 18 in a most egregious and high-handed fashion. It may be that Edward uh, Manum or David Graves or any of the melder, mem- elders present at the hearing may contend that they complied with the requirements of a meeting with the elder board. Let us examine that. A meeting is a coming together of men for the purpose of discussion or entertainment. I am forced to conclude that no one is so depraved as to consider excommunication a matter of entertainment, so I must go with discussion. So was there a discussion? Well, hardly. When I arrived at the, quote, meeting, it was more of an ambush. I was not apprised of the nature of the meeting, despite inquiring more than once of Edward Manham the previous Sunday, both after the service and during the chili cook-off that followed. Instead, I arrived, blind as it were, to a room with the aforementioned cast present. Let us never say that God has no sense of humor. The front door of the church broke the previous day, and so we were all forced to enter through a small, semi-hidden door at the side of the church. Upon taking my seat, Edward Manum began to read a litany of charges against me. I was given no opportunity to respond, neither during the reading of the charges nor afterwards. Further, I was denied even a copy of the charges against me. When I objected to the flagrant violation of both scripture and our general societal and legal norms, I was informed that it was not a discussion. I was then asked, in no uncertain terms, to leave the property. That's right. Corey Malum was asked to leave his church. Banished. Banished forever. I continued I like that my. He, uh, <laughs> I was about no, to say, I like that he dramatized the chili cook off. <laughs> I love that he threw that in there. Naturally, I, I Josiah, yeah. I need, I need to, we need to make this statement. This, this dipshit was not bullied enough as a child. <laughs> he was, I. This all could have been solved if there was 
if like the big black guy quarterback at his school punched him in the locker <laughs> just, him just a couple more times wedgie, just well, like, jackal i i have to ask him, him uh, just, if you, you jackal have you ever seen the movie you know you know it you know the, the yeah yeah the, I, i've the seen movie it. i've seen it yeah so you know how like you know in all stephen king narratives bullies are weird stab happy freaks who just like torment people for fun yeah this is the one case where a young man being stabbed to death with a switchblade by a psychotic bully in small town maine would be morally justified does that does that have to be cut out or no uh just say allegedly um allegedly <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm going to say that I, I think that uh, I think that Pennywise the Dancing Clown would not have been an unwelcome presence in <laughs> Corey's childhood. <sighs> Corey Mahler continues, and naturally, I continued my objections as I was putting my things oh, back into my bag. Thankfully, I did not. I did take notes but during the reading bad. of charges and collecting clear, my coat. He's not mad. He is he's not, not mad. mad. Right? Not mad. During this, one elder stopped just short of threatening me, and David Graves mounted what sternness he could to reiterate that I was not welcome on the property. I would provide the charges and evidence against me, but again, I was not provided a copy of the charges and no evidence was presented. Despite this lack of obedience to scripture or to the constitution and bylaws of the first Lutheran, Edward Manum and the elder board went ahead and declared that I am not, uh, that I am not only not welcome at first Lutheran, but that I am forbidden to set foot on the property without risking be a, being arrested for trespassing. To prove oh. the seriousness of their intentions, they called the police on me the Sunday after the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We love to see it. <laughs> now, that this, he attaches a video to this that is maybe one of the funniest videos I've ever watched. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, because what he does is he has, he, he tries to go to church this next Sunday after he is kicked out of the church, right? And they call the cops on him. And the cops show up, and it's just these like bored Knoxville cops that really don't quite understand what they're stepping into. Like, they're just like, oh, remove some people from a property, whatever. This is the only time where I have felt any kind of solidarity with a cop. <laughs> and, and he was prepared, right? So he had printed out... He's the- He's ready. He's ready. He printed out the church's bylaws in a binder and had somebody filming him. And he had the cops walk over to the sidewalk. He's like, we'll come to the sidewalk. Sidewalk is is public property. You can't arrest me here, which is not how that works. And he opens the binder and starts reading the church bylaws to the police who are staring at him baffled, completely (laughs) unsure what's going on. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's like let me be clear the po- hello the I, police I, I i did not receive a personal visit from an elder i did not receive a personal visit from two members one being an elder <laughs> because we, i don't know man we just got called to, to make you move <laughs> yeah guy can't can't you just go to a different church <laughs> i mean it weren't even like 
exiled from the denomination, just from this church. Just just go to a different church. Uh, last line I'm going to read from this um, is, oh, here, here we go. Last, last two parts here. Uh, I'm skipping ahead, but he goes, the civil courts would be appalled by such behavior, and yet supposed Christians are behaving in this way seemingly without even the tiniest of qualms or a twinge of conscience. For his part, Edward Manum seemed almost giddy as he announced his wickedness from the lectern and attached a video. So much wickedness. Now, if you watch it, he does not sound giddy. It's like just a, it's just a guy making an announcement saying that they had to call the cops on someone and they apologized. And, you know, it's a pastor just kind of be like, uh, so some stuff happens. You know, you have a weird Nazi in your denomination <laughs> as you do, you know, routine stuff. Last chunk here. To add insult to injury, I was duly informed that I was invited to attend the service online. <laughs> That's just fantastic. This is great. This is a fucking loser. You know, Jackal. It's it. You know, I feel bad. You know, I don't, I don't make a lot of money. You know, I'm still in school at 25, but you know, I'll never be this guy. We, everyone should, no matter what position in life you're at, you you'll never be this guy. The church bylaws to a bunch of confused cops. You're never going to be. If you, if you ever are feeling bad about yourself. You can you can just go right ahead on to CoreyJMahler.com and just read the apostasy of Missouri. And you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Cause at least <laughs> you don't write an article like this thinking you look like the good guy. <laughs> well, he's he's a hero, Josiah. You don't understand. So, some might say, you know, I believe there was what where was a time where a bunch of religious religious elders uh, expelled uh, a, a very uh, a very faithful and very pure man from their midst and c condemned him to apostasy uh, because they disagreed with him you know so, wh when was a time where 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 so, elders of a religious organization so. exiled some 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 brilliant soul who so, was telling them the truth when so, they didn't want to hear it. That's so, right, our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And, you know, I, Corey Moeller, feel a little like that. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I'm I, sure, he, I'm sure he, like, he's reading that segment of the Gospels, and he's like, that's, that's me. That's me. me for real, though. And it, this... It, has got to be the funniest fucking thing that I have ever heard that's come from Twitter that has had a, like, that has had a real world. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so unbelievably, like, feeble, too. It, it, it's like, it's like you're, he's swatting at, like, a, like a, it, it's like when you, when you tip a cat on its back and it's like, just gently swatting the air like no no i'm on my back 
it's like the funniest thing because it's like the cat's not in any real danger it's just messing around because it's a cat but you know you know (laughs) it's like he's like just on his back like a pathetic little like a tiny cat going like just whining like cats do when they're like turned in that position favor never make that noise again yeah well, you can make it one more time, and I'll put it on a soundboard, and then, I, and then you don't have to make it anymore because I can. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I hate yeah. you. There we go. I, I hate got you, it. Josiah. And now I can press a little button, and I'll make that noise anytime I. I hate it. you, Josiah. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah. the The last line of his article here is: He says, "With God as my witness, I have only just begun." Now. Hopefully that's not true, but I will say, your your boys here over here at Mammonburg, if that is the case, you better believe we'll be following this. I'll be following be, this, and I will, will give you more this. more on uh, this this insane guy. But I will say, I you know the LCMS is not I'm it's not my favorite denomination in the world. It is a conservative whatever denomination. I have a lot of problems with a lot of a lot about it. All that good stuff, right? But I will say that even if they took forever to do it, I am very thankful that they decided to yank the rug out under this guy and produce just this hilarious fucking just <laughs> disaster for this guy. After so you much know- shit he's been doing since Unite the Right, getting to see the rug yanked out from under him was very satisfying. You know, he's like motherfucking, like, Skeletor. Like, I'll get you, you dastardly fiends. You have <laughs> deprived me of my my access to the church I go to due to my racist opinions. I'll come back. I'll destroy you all. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully this is the end of him. Of course, I don't think it is. And I don't think this is the end of Loot Fash, either. Um... God, though we wish it was. But it was certainly a setback. So So that is the story I have come to tell all of you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) And I think pastoral care, as far as we make a comment about what happened this morning, uh, before service or during service, I guess. One of our members is under discipline. Uh, for bringing harm and divisions to the body of Christ. Not just the body of Christ, but the First Lutheran particularly, until the Lutheran Church in Missouri Synod. One of them has been notified that they're not allowed on property due to safety concerns. They still arrived this morning anyway. APD was here to handle it. Pastors put you on church system. Pastor does not have that authority. Yes, he does. To prove I'm right. I don't need to be forgiven. The bylaws, section 6, excommunication requires a unanimous vote of the congregation. And in fact, it's going to be like this. Yeah, we can't wait that then for time. Yes, it does, because now it does. It's a private property. We're, we're not dealing with the laws of God, right? No, 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 I'm not. I'm dealing with the laws of
I've, uh, I've, I've come from this far more, uh, malignant <laughs> than before. Yeah, like, you know, like, you got, like, a tumor or something. Yeah, almost, yeah, almost like I have, a, like, a, a, a tumor-esque twin. Have you ever seen Basket Case? It's kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> ugh, ugh. Okay, well, so that's an evocative I, I've, image. I've come from this, from this episode, one, completely flabbergasted at the depths <laughs> that, that one man will go to not be owned. <laughs> As we recite the, uh, the, the anthem of all of us who are not owned... I am not owned. I am not owned. owned. I am not owned. Slowly as I shrink into a corn cob. Um, I I'll say, man, I really hope a Makara Makaira action. Um, I apologize if I've been mispronouncing that, but I hope they put out some more shit because this is it. This was impressive. Like that's the, some journalism right there. Yeah, this this fucking you know, this this fucking expose is really impressive, and I hope they do more. I, I really do. I, I hope they they uh, you know draw more attention. They they started this saying this was going to be the beginning of a series on Loot Fash. So I I hope they go after uh, more. I'd like to see more. You know, and and so. what's the moral of the story here, guys? You know, I think you know at the end of our episodes, it, you know, it's it, it's just like He Man and the Masters. Mm. Of oh, the I have a moral. Where, I have you know, more. where Prince Adam like turns to the audience and he's like. You know, kids, you shouldn't be sticking your penises in fire extinguishers. I don't think that that ever happened, but, Josiah. What uh, what what's your what, what, what's moral, the moral? The moral of this story is don't uh, don't get a bachelor's in political sciences. He's so right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's how I this think that all that's started. A good come away from this. Uh, that's how this. And you know what? I was going to switch my major from like I, I was thinking about it like two weeks ago from journalism to political science. Not doing it. Don't, not don't doing do it. it. Mostly be- you'll become a Nazi. <laughs> well, it's it's not only that, but most of the time, bachelors of political sciences are only used to like springboard your career into becoming a lawyer. But that's besides the point. Oh yeah, don't be a lawyer either. Don't yeah, be a I don't lawyer. Be a lawyer. <laughs> well, except for like, like the except for like the good lawyers who are in our Discord, they're fine. You know, Saul Goodman. Actually, man, I would love to hear like the A Lab guys reaction to hey a lab um a, yeah yeah the a lab like their reaction to Mahler quoting church bylaws at cops because i feel like that is peak lawyer brain like they always talk about that hey, is hey, some A-Lab. true lawyer brain a lab you want to do a crossover episode about this <laughs> can we read every single one of go the churches <laughs> you want to go over church bylaws the ones that he cited Everybody who's listening to this and has made it this far in the episode, go to twitter.com and at Allah Liker, A-L-L-A-H-L-I-K-E-R, and say, hey, go on Mammonberg. Yeah. Just do it. Do Just that. Just do it. Harass them. Harass them for us. Get, get, because you love make, us. Make, I'd, I'd love to talk to the hell dude. I, I, I really want A-Lab to cover this because I think that it's a unique combination of the brain derangement that conservative, not not just because they're conservative, what like far right lawyers get in. I think that the guy who wrote the QAnon Jesus book was a lawyer too. Yeah, yeah. It's there's some there's some brain man, some serious brain worms. Something bad happens to your brain 
when these particular worlds, when this Venn diagram becomes a circle, something horrifying happens to your brain. It's the brain meat is poisoned forever. Um, the brain meat is poisoned forever. I, I think that the moral of this story crashing is into overall, I, I think we could sum up a, a few major points here. One, political science majors are bad. Yep. Basically Hitler. I mean, essentially, not even sarcastic this time. Uh, if you go to if you go to Berlin uh, for a degree, um, you're basically have some safeguards Hitler. for yourself. <laughs> you're uh, basically Hitler. I'm not going to say no. Listen, I'm looking at you, the audience member who's sitting in, you know, sitting back in their chair. There's a there's a three three ounces left in your in your eight ounce Starbucks coffee. You've been looking wistfully into the night air. You've been thinking about I don't know. Butter. You just the concept of butter and how it was made. You, sir, if you consider any of these actions, are a racist, and I will kill you. I think that's another uh, another thing. Um, if you are this kind of person, and you don't want to be possibly excommunicated from your denomination and kicked out of your church, I would recommend maybe do not go online with your fucking face and name. <laughs> Yeah, what kind of idiot does that? Yeah, what fucking idiot is going to go on Twitter with their full legal name? Yeah, that would be crazy. Why would you do that? With, their, with, with a picture of them, with who they are, just... And a link to their substack. Fucking cretinous. To their substack, or God, let alone like if they have like a fucking letterbox, the degenerate. What if they have a podcast? I oh will God. be clear. I am proud of everything I've said. <laughs> <laughs> you're willing to go to bed for everything you've said probably not but no josiah josiah stands proud of everything that he has ever said online ever in the in the yes, i agree in perpetuity i agree i agree i agree i agree i agree you know josiah's never in said the, anything in wrong in the fucking words of martin luther here i stand i can do no other <laughs> I think we need to go back know, in time and, and stop the and stop Martin Luther. I I think that that might be. Can we replace you know, him with with? I think can, can we have just the I full radical a, reformation we missing, instead? We have a missing host that might agree with you. Um, last I thing I wanted to say is just poking around at Corey Mahler's Twitter account one last time here. I do think it's okay. funny that he still has the LCMS linked in his uh bio i'd update that bud relationship status is a is a is a little complicated right now so friendship ended with uh you know with creator of the the website uh now jergoff mcgee is my new best friend i'm i'm at a loss for words at the i to be clear to the listener um on all of this i blocked this dude way way back because yeah me too racial comments that he was making were just completely infuriating and just disgusting so i decided all right for my own mental well-being i'm blocking this guy of course that didn't help because every other quote tweet that would happen you know every month or so would be about what's the slave lutheran doing this time (laughs) you know what's what's that dastardly fella up to this time which would always be something that is some horrific thing that is essentially heretical to any kind of mainstream Christianity ever. What a loser. Ever. 
I, I just want to let me drop the facade of like Phil irony for a minute. What what a loser! I, what an this absolute is a, loser! I cannot think of a more sad life. I, I cannot is... think of a more cretinous, a more like a more spineless little little worm. Because like, if you're gonna be like a goddamn racist, you know, and and you're gonna support like you know actual fascists who go out in the street and want to beat people, you know, at least at least you know at least do the violence that you want to do so bad. At least like express yourself as such a, like a disgusting piece of crap that you actually are, instead of like. I don't know, taking out a binder and quoting laws at the people who are asking you, you know, just slightly sternly to leave. <sighs> that is the, like, you know, fascists always talk about like strong men ideology and all this crap, but they turn out to be the most like the, the most like irksome little worms on the planet. Just like the most spineless little cretins. That, that tends to be how it goes. <sighs> oh God. I, I, I already despised this guy a lot. Uh, but knowing his place in the wider rose gallery of the worst people you could possibly think of. And I I can't say what I fully want to say, because Josiah already is going to have to cut out a lot of what I've already said on this podcast. So I, I can't say what I really do think about this dude and his friends and what should happen to them. But I can say this. I, I, I can say this. Um, in confidence. I don't believe that God makes mistakes. However, I think that the moment that the sperm that became him did not leak onto the bedspread, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, and that on was... that note, I have been the co-host, Josiah Sutton, and I have been joined by my other wonderful co-hosts, Jackal. <sighs> Hi, everybody. You can follow me at jackaljester on Twitter.com where I spout needless nonsense into the malaise of chaos and stupidity that is Twitter at the moment. Uh, right now, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on my cape shit thing because I need something to anchor me. I, I need some, I need to talk about funny books, so that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. Also, um, uh, gonna gonna include this, probably we'll have to talk about this another time, but... Scott Adams, my my, oh, yeah. uh, my 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 resident <laughs> my resident guy, the the one who I, despite the fact that he blocked me because he's a bitch uh, and doesn't <laughs> want to exchange in the marketplace of ideas, <laughs> you egg looking motherfucker, you you I I believe you are a four time divorced loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you despicable dipshit whose artistic skills are equivalent to that of an amoeba and whose humor <laughs> is less evolved than a underdone potato. <laughs> Scott Adams is roundly facing some criticism recently uh, <laughs> on on some things that you might you may or may not heard of. He's been uh, his. He runs the the cob the comic strip Dilbert, the stupid fucking comic strip Dilbert. Um, Scott Adams is a uh, is is to use the uh, the colloquialisms of the of the worst people you possibly know is being canceled because he urged white people to get the hell away from black people during <laughs> a like a, a really just like a really weird like racist rant that he just did on his YouTube channel last week where he labeled. All black people, and I mean this as as 
He's not talking about the NAACP. He's not talking about Black Lives Matter. He's not talking about any specific group or organization. Black people as a as a group of people are a hate group. <laughs> so 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 black black people not only as 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 a group as a as a designation of person, but also like as a collective and as like yes. you know as an idea as a concept they, yes. are just like ontologically a hate crime organization. Mm. And and if so you he, want some of that hatred, you should follow Jackal on Twitter. That's amazing. You, you should uh, you should follow if you want to be de-yakubified. If you want to begin the process of, of being reconciled with the true God and rejecting your your father Yakub, who created you via the process of grafting on the Isle of Patmos, you should follow me. Um, and my other co-host is Phil. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's it's me, Phil, and. I just want to let you know that uh, yeah. we here at Mammonberg, we are dedicated to honor, mm-hmm. dignity, respect. Yeah. Uh, currently, I'm part. browsing uh, like Soviet pins online because I like collecting weird like old like Soviet merchandise and some old communist merchandise. Even though I'm not a tanky or anything, that's entirely unrelated to my thought process. I just thought I'd mention it. But, uh, you know, I think we all learned a lesson today. I think um, I think the true lesson is uh, invest heavily in, in um, ankle grinders and uh, capture these men and mm. uh, put the two concepts together is all I'll say, you know. Just uh, you, you know what to do with the ankle grinder once you get it. And uh, Just, if, you know, if they want allegedly, more, if they want more lessons like that, where where could they find you? Uh, you could find me at uh, Cryptid Director on the Twitter.coms where I, I've I've taken a, an app hiatus. I still sometimes check the website for Lent, but um, you know, you you guys do you, you know, I. You know, I'm fighting. If, I'm if, there. I'm there in the trenches while you people left. Now I didn't if, leave. If, I didn't leave. If you wanted to turn, I don't know. If you wanted to buy a sausage grinder, but like one of those industrial ones, and you wanted to just, I don't know, build a build a big slide, and you you advertise free race science plant flits here at the, at the top of the slide, and accidents happen. Because accidents are always bound to happen, you know. This is like Action Park, you know. When you put one and two together, you know, you can't help people. People are stupid. If they, you know, you know what I mean. Just get liability insurance, if you know what I mean, and buy extra casings. Yes. Thank you, Phil. And you can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter.com. Okay, this episode's gone too long. Have a good night, everybody. Oh my God. We love you. Bye. We love you. We don't love, love race. We don't major in political sciences. Don't hurt you. We'll kick your ass. I know. 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 I Man.
Lutherans. 